0: Hey guys, we are here with our Hollywood Life podcast, and we have got a very special guest, somebody who's very special to our entire country, and Mm -hmm. yes, and that is Sarah Rose Summers, who is Miss USA 2018. Welcome. Thank you
1: guys so much for having me. I always love coming into
0: Hollywood Life. Well, thank you. Thanks for coming to visit us, and we also... Have Ali Stagnita, our on air anchor and our entertainment writer, and our silent producer, Nick. <laughs> hey, Nick. It's,
2: it's the both of us. We're back from our long, long, long travels away. Feel like there was so much that happened without us.
0: That's right. You were away for a w- a week. <laughs> yes, but my uh,
2: my friend Sarah Rose here actually joined me for one of my one of my trips. Oh, really? In Vegas. Yes.
0: Oh, so you're coming to see us, Sarah Rose, from Las Vegas.
1: I had quite the week last week, so I'm about to crown the next Miss USA live on Fox on May 2nd, and so that's really creeping up. But what that also means is that until then, I have lots on my calendar, which I love. I prefer to be. I prefer to be busy. I think I am more productive when I am. But last week I was in Seattle, Washington. I hosted an event there called the Global Beauty Awards. So very pageant oriented. And then I went to the ACMs with Allie in Vegas. Mm -hmm. Back to New York. I cried at Carrie Underwood in the whole group. (laughs) And Allie took a photo of me. It was amazing. And she had quite the awesome interviews on the carpet. Um, so that was fun, but I then went, came back to New York for a day to unpack and repack and film my farewell video.
0: Oh, I'm so sad that you're going to be leaving. <laughs> I know. You know I, it just seems like yesterday that you were crowned Miss USA, and May, May 2nd, it's going to be the end of the year, and so I mean, you look very sad too. Has the year been the most amazing experience as well as having flown by?
1: Absolutely. It has been so fabulous. I never expected to win Miss USA. I'm not at all. And I'm, I'm a big goal setter. I'm all about writing down your one year, your three year, your five year goals, um, and then figuring out realistic steps to make them possible. And I had never even spoken into existence, me becoming Miss USA. And so when I won, I just knew that everything this year was going to be a cherry on top of my top 15 goal at Miss USA.
2: Well, and you were the first from Nebraska, so you definitely didn't oh, uh, think you. that you were going to do it. I feel like I, we yes. were watching your, um, live with Kelly and Ryan interviewed today when you had first come on the scene right fresh off from last year's uh, pageant and you were just so thrilled.
1: Yes absolutely (laughs) still thrilled still thrilled. Um, I think it was it was a fun transition to New York City. I'm born and raised in Nebraska but I went to college in Texas.
0: Where in Nebraska?
1: Omaha area.
0: Oh okay. Yeah right outside of Omaha. not New York. It's a city. Yes.
1: <laughs> but now that I've lived here, I don't know that I put the word big city in front of Omaha. <laughs> no. We do have one 40-floor building, and it's the tallest building between Chicago and Denver.
0: Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. Yes.
1: Welcome to the Midwest.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you were first because you were the first Miss USA from Nebraska. Yeah. And what were some of the other things that happened to you during the year that might have been firsts for you?
1: Oh my goodness. Well, so many things. I figured out how to navigate the subway. I went to my first NHL hockey game. I went to Thailand for the first time and competed at Miss Universe for the first and last time. <laughs> <laughs> you can only do that once and lots of firsts. I had amazing opportunities to travel to parts of the country that I'd never been, even parts of Nebraska. I went for my homecoming and the whole community just welcomed me with open arms and I flew to parts of Nebraska I'd never seen. And the out of people that came out just to say hi or congratulate me or get an autograph was just very eye-opening, and it was really encouraging because that was about two two months into my year as Miss USA, and so that kind of fueled my motivation throughout the rest of the year. And then actually not too long ago, my state underwent some horror with the flooding in the Midwest. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. It was just, it's so fascinating. You'd never think of that sort of flooding in middle America. No but it was, it's been horrible. I mean, people are still in shelters and displaced and I know they're all mostly getting back to school. Um, thankfully my family wasn't affected, but I do have family friends and friends that were, um, a lot of military families because they're right off the river there on Offutt Air Force Base. And so
0: which river was it that overflowed?
1: Well, it was the Missouri river, but then we had the Platte river as well, which runs into Missouri. And, um, there was a cyclone out in western Nebraska, closer to Colorado and Wyoming, and all of that snow and ice melted rapidly. And so farmers and ranchers lost crops, their cattle. It was really horrible. So they're still rebuilding and I think will be for quite some time. Yeah,
0: I bet they will be for some time. But
1: it's been neat to have me as a national ambassador for our state during that hardship.
0: Mm -hmm. And so did you visit and and go and meet with people?
1: I haven't been able to visit because it was so recently and we've really been gearing up for Miss USA. Mm -hmm. But I have partnered with the Nebraska Community Fund to help rebuild, whether that be streets or schools or even individual families. Right now we're mostly raising money for those efforts. Thankfully, all the flooding has subsided. It's just the destruction from it now. I mean, right. infrastructure like roads that I drove on to and from Omaha growing up are completely destroyed. It's so interesting to see photos.
0: How do people um, contribute if they want to contribute to that fund?
1: Absolutely. Well, the easiest way probably in our social media age is if you just go to the link in my Instagram bio or it's the Nebraska Community Fund. And um, And we really appreciate that. Everything helps.
0: Exactly. Nebraska Community Fund, for anybody who wants to contribute to help the citizens of Nebraska recover from this terrible event. Well, thank you. Um, Did you – so what are some of the things that you – did aside from competing in Miss Universe <laughs> in Thailand like what do they have you do as Miss Univ- as Miss USA what sort of typical things
1: right so it's everything from philanthropy work and volunteering with children in hospitals because before I won Miss USA I'm a certified child life specialist and what that is is kind of the liaison between the children and families and the medical team so I help explain and break down medical jargon, procedures, Um, and so I wanted to be able to utilize my education and my clinical experience as Ms. USA. So I volunteered with children in hospitals throughout the country. I even visited a hospital with Smile Train in Mexico City where I was able to see healthcare internationally, and that really opened my eyes because it was so different than here in the U.S. We're so spoiled. You know, if we are on an airplane with a two-year-old for about two hours, everyone on the airplane is frustrated, right? (laughs) If they're crying, kicking, screaming. This patient in Mexico City was about three years old, and him and his mom had taken 16 hours of buses plural, multiple buses. And they were just so grateful to be there. And so it was just a very different perspective shift. And, and what, what
0: you said it was Smile.
1: Smile Train. It's an awesome organization. They're actually based here. Um, but they work to provide surgeries for children with cleft lip and cleft oh, palate. Yes. Yes. That's and so important. Absolutely. And what's amazing is I appreciate that they're a grassroots organization. So they go into these countries and instill the tools and the teachings to surgeons to be able to have people there on the ground continuing their efforts. Which Did like. you
2: help bring your um, child life, um, I guess, like your knowledge of child life and how they do it in the US to Mexico when you were there?
1: Absolutely. So I saw the need for sure um, for various reasons. But one was there was a patient who was at his clinic visit. And this was the same three-year-old. And he was completely strapped down. His arms were stuck to his sides. He was completely strapped down on this dental table, which had been reclined all the way and staring at the ceiling. And he was sweating so much, it looked like he had just came out Aww, of the bathtub in his clothes. Poor little thing. And, yeah, and there was a cartoon on in the corner in Spanish, and Mom wasn't in sight because he was staring straight at the ceiling. The doctors holler at hollering at him and he didn't have sedation and they're pulling his teeth and i thought
0: oh my god well
1: yeah but they do what they can you know and like i said right afterwards this this is the family that was so grateful but my child life brain was just firing like number one mom needs to be in the frame for this boy because that's his only safety in this place that he knows number two we shouldn't have me as a random stranger and the doctor and mom and a cartoon all talking to the child. That's so many stimulus. So when I was leaving that, at that point, it was kind of a lost cause to try to help. (laughs) Um, but when I left, I said, you know, there are a few things that I could see easily implemented here. One being one voice and they were super attentive. They're They were really jumping and readily to learn anything in order to help their experience, which I thought was awesome. The
0: children's experience.
1: Absolutely. But the whole team there, the staff at that hospital were just so attentive and grateful for any feedback I could give and so I explained one voice that before a procedure starts you decide who the one voice is going to be in the room is it going to be the dentist is it going to be the doctor is it going to be a television show to distract because that just helps narrow the focus because the more stimulus the more scary that is like I would be scared with all those people hollering at me oh, <laughs> in a yeah, foreign place.
0: <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, it ha- so and t- is this an experience a year that, you know, you just could never, um, you could never have imagined? Like, has it just been the experience of a lifetime?
1: Oh, absolutely. It has been. I mean, I think back to Miss Universe, my experience was like a 12 out of 10. I had the best time. I was with 95 women from around the world all representing their country. And how cool is it to sit in that fact that I was there representing the USA? That's amazing. But I, I had the most funny, deep-hearted laughs with Miss Japan. My roommate, Miss Ireland, and I <laughs> had a fantastic time. Um, I just have so many great memories and lots of countries that
0: are now on my list to visit because That's of right, I was women. gonna say, now you've got all <laughs> kinds of people to go visit.
1: Absolutely, exactly. We've got Indonesia on the list. Hopefully for this year, maybe Costa Rica. Yeah.
0: And so now that the the year is coming to an end, do you, are what are what are you thinking? You're going to do next uh, career wise? Are you going to follow through on your degree as a child life child life specialist? Is that the correct term? Yes, that's it. That, that sounds like uh, that must be a very modern degree.
1: It's been around quite for quite a while. Oh, really? It's okay. wide unfortunately widely unknown. The degree is rare. Um, it's it's hard to find that specific degree in child life. I have a degree in child development and then I went on to get my certification in child life, which is necessary if you wanna be a certified child life specialist. But Um, It's very unique, definitely something that people don't always know about, but that also gives me an opportunity to speak to the importance of the holistic care and the psychosocial care of the child when people ask me what I do. Um, But as far as after this, I don't know, never say never, but that I'm going to be at the bedside right away at least, in children's hospitals. I, of course, plan to still continue my advocacy work for children in healthcare. And with that experience in Mexico City, I definitely have a passion to help child lives expand internationally because we're only in 10 countries right now. And that's really sad because you think about it, kids get sick everywhere. Right.
0: Now, is this, you want to continue to work with the organization that goes in to repair cleft palates?
1: Not necessarily. I mean, I would love to help instill child life in their organization. Mm -hmm. I would just love to help see whether it's educating hospitals internationally to utilize our toolbox as child life specialists, or if it's to implement hiring child life specialists in those hospitals. I'm not exactly sure what that's going to look like. There's an amazing organization called Child Life United, and that's their focus is Child Life Internationally. Um, and so I'm excited to continue working with them. I've done some interviews with them this year because they were excited, you know, Miss USA is a child life specialist. Yeah, that's no. really unique. <laughs> it,
0: is, it is unique. I think it's fantastic.
2: I know. You see all of these women who um, compete in USA and Universe, and they're just you know, they're doctors and lawyers and, you know, it's amazing just what all of these women do when you're looking ahead um to the upcoming pageant, um, are, are there any front runners in your mind?
1: Ooh, I don't feel right answering that question, right? Yeah. And like if one year ago – You can't
0: play favorites. You can't be, okay, the <laughs> next, next Miss Nebraska. She's got to follow in my footsteps. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, she's,
1: she's a doll. She's really neat. Fun fact about her, it was her first ever pageant when she oh competed gosh. at Miss wow. Nebraska USA, and she won. So good for her. But as far as the contestants, I mean, once you get to this level or once you get to the Miss Universe level – it's just a fact. You have to walk in there knowing who you are and being fully confident in who you are because all 51 of them are intelligent. Mm-hmm. They meet the qualifications. They're stunning. They have causes that they're passionate about and have done substantial work towards. And so when I walked in there, I was like, you know what? I have a 1 in 51 chance. And I think that was the healthiest mindset to go in with. And so I hope they do too.
2: Definitely. Mm-hmm. Agreed.
0: And so what advice would you give to Miss USA 2019, whoever she is?
1: (laughs) Well, one thing that's really fun that a lot of people don't see happens behind the scenes is the friendships that form. And I've been able to use and just befriend these women that I looked up to for so many years that are former Miss USAs. And now they're a phone call away throughout my year when I have questions or Need advice, or I'm t- silly little things like packing from his universe, or what was your favorite event? And let me try to figure out how I can go again, you know. And so, one thing that Nia Sanchez started a few years back, um, she started a journal for all of us. So, she journaled in it, gave some advice, gave her favorite events and her fa- her least favorite events uh. <laughs> and then gave that to <laughs> Olivia Jordan and she did the same thing and then Deshauna Barber, Kyra and now I will do that myself. So I will share some advice with the next Miss USA. One thing is I love looking back at my videos that I took. Photos are great and writing and Journaling is great, but looking at videos, you capture such raw emotion, whether that's laughter and joy or like the hardships. Um, And so my best advice to her is utilize this little thing that we walk around with in our hands all the time, our smartphones and video some of your experiences, because that's been one of my most fun things to look back on.
2: What would you say you learned most about yourself in the last year?
1: Mm-hmm. I think that I've grown a thicker skin. <laughs> I was, I definitely, before I became Miss Nebraska USA even, before I competed at the state level, I wanted to have a healthy relationship between food and fitness because I wanted to be a realistic, true young woman example to all of the young girls or even men and women of all ages watching me. Um, and so I, I that's absolutely what I did. I don't restrict myself to the point of being hangry or I don't work out because I hate it. I love working out. Allie and I do 305 classes sometimes together. Mm-hmm. She does her sub classes. Anywho, so what I- What are
0: 305 classes? That
1: is a like intense hip-hop-based workout, and it is so fun. And It's like a twerky. It's like yeah,
2: a twerk Yeah, we like dance it out. A twerk out. That's it's a twerk, twerk out. Fun. It's cardio yes. Yeah. dance. Yes, oh, that's but we great. also do soul, we soul cycle, cycle. And,
1: and so rumble. all of that, the whole Sarah Rose as a emotional and spiritual and physical person, I don't think has changed much. But my grittiness and my thick skin has changed because
2: that might be it's my fault. Whole,
1: it's a whole different <laughs> level. It's a whole different level. Um, I mean, I still am the same joyful person, but I, I've learned how to take criticism now at a different level because. I I mean, I was in the spotlight literally overnight. If we want to talk more social media, I mean, I went from about 9,000 followers to 100,000 plus overnight after I won. And so that also means, you know, the more the love, the more hate. And that's just unfortunately something that we have to deal with in this position, but it's only strengthened me and grown me as your question. And I've learned that my identity can't come from anything other than who I know I am. And then on the days when that's really hard, you know, you have to lean on your family and your friends. So I've grown in that way to be able to ask for help and persevere through the icky stuff.
0: And mm-hmm. When they, when the actual pageant for Miss USA uh, starts um, before May 2nd, will you be interacting with the contestants, the the people? the young women who are now vying to take your spot.
1: <laughs> yes, absolutely. So I will be at a few of the fun meals with them in Reno, Tahoe, and I'll be able to do some of the fun events that Reno, Tahoe has to offer. I know our hotel, we're staying at the Grand Sierra Resort, and I don't know if I'm lame or what, but I was like so pumped. There's a bowling alley in the hotel. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to be here all the time. And there's a lot of other things there too, but I was the most pumped for that. Um, I'm kind of lame I was like can we please have a competition here with all of the contestants (laughs) it's not dangerous no one will get hurt last year when I competed (laughs) listen to this Al last year when I competed we had a full day of competition with all of us in the hot sun on um, blow up, like bouncy house obstacle courses. And some girls got like plastic burns right before oh, they no. went on stage. Oh my yes, gosh,
2: that's terrible. Sweet
1: Miss South Carolina sprained her ankle. Oh, <laughs> and so, no. bowling is harmless. And I was really excited and
0: it <laughs> <Bullying>. was fun. <laughs> yeah, bowling is fun. It's safer than bouncy houses. <laughs> Everybody take note of that. Yes. Stay away
1: from bouncy houses, yes.
0: especially in the sun. So,
1: I'll be involved with them in their fun events and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And some, but I don't have to, of course, thankfully attend all of the rehearsals, I will be hosting, co-hosting the preliminary competition, which can be streamed online, and for those that don't know what that is, is it's when the women compete, all 51 of them, in gown and in swimsuit, and then behind the scenes, you don't see is their panel interviews, but that way, when they turn on the television, and all of a sudden, it cuts down to a top 20 or a top 15, yeah, yeah. people... At home are like, What how did they just pick those? Right. It's because the preliminary competition has happened already. So I'm co-hosting that. I'll interact with them for that. And um, I'm very excited. I taught Pilates before I went throughout college. And I've put up some more content of my Pilates and just workout routines on my IGTV recently. <laughs> but I'm going to be teaching a Pilates class to all 51 of the Miss Teen USA competitions. Wow. Oh, okay. Contestants. All 51 of them. I'm like, wow, I'm not going to be able to correct all of your form. That's going to be interesting. That's
2: a big class. I yeah, know.
0: Really big. That's a lot of Pilates machines. At least you know like
2: some of their names. Like Haley Germano. I'm going to be like, <laughs> New York. Do
1: that differently. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota. <laughs> butt down. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I wish. I did teach on reformers. Um, but we for all 51 of the Miss and the all 51 teen contestants, it will just be a mat. It'll be a mat class. Okay, class. Mat class. okay. On the yes. ground. Yes. Minimal in. equipment. Yes,
0: <laughs> I would say that that would be necessary. Do you expect that some of the contestants, though, will be trying to like kind of sidle up to you to get some tips or to put in a good word for them?
1: Well, putting a good word in for them doesn't matter. And I think that most of them at this level know that. And if Mm -hmm. not, they should listen to this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All of you listen. All of you listen. If you're a contestant. It just really
1: doesn't matter. But one thing going into this that I tried to do was last year when I was Miss Nebraska USA, if Kyra, the, the former Miss USA, had sent me an Instagram message or followed me, I would have, like, cried of excitement. And so almost everyone that's won this year, I've tried to follow that and then follow them on Instagram and send them a good luck message. And like, if you do need anything, I'm here. I answer my DMs. And so a lot of them have reached out and asked just little questions um, of advice. But that's
2: so cute. Yeah. Thanks. You're welcome.
1: <laughs> I tried to do what I would have wanted. Yeah.
0: Yes, exactly. Uh, talk about following the golden rule. <laughs> um,
2: now... Is your fiancé, Connor Holmes coming with you to Reno? Is he, he going to be there?
1: He will be in Reno, Tahoe with my whole family, my parents, my brother, and my sister-in-law and Connor are getting an Airbnb in Reno, Tahoe so that it's it's right in between so that they can do the mountains and like the Midtown fun in Reno and I was surprised. I went to Reno for a day last week and I started texting them all the things they need to do. There's like this Midtown area that's really popping and it really reminded me of Austin, Texas like Mm -hmm. super hipstery. Oh really? I didn't know that about Reno. Mm -hmm. And the snowy mountaintops when you open your window in the morning is really exciting so they will all be there to watch me co-host the preliminary competition and then crown them my successor and then we'll fly out to nebraska the next day
0: now you this was a big year for you because you got engaged yes well you were miss usa can you for those of 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 you know our listeners who don't know about how the engagement happened can you tell (laughs) us about the proposal
1: absolutely so sweet connor we have been together for about three years and, and what does Connor do? He's in he lives in Dallas. He went to a school out in West Texas east texas pardon me he'll be really mad if he heard that
0: <laughs> okay um, don't listen connor oopsie
1: anywho so he went to college down there and then he is living in dallas and is in a private wealth management firm and he really enjoys what he does but that also means that he has the flexibility to move to new york city <laughs> 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 but sweet man about a year ago when i won miss nebraska usa i told him that he had to wait until after miss usa to propose then at Miss USA he called me one night and we didn't talk much because I'm really busy and I'm like come on I gotta go to bed and he said well I've been reading some stuff and you could really win this thing like what do we do (laughs) if you win this thing you're gonna move to New York and I was like yeah but I mean that's not gonna happen we're not gonna talk about something and stress over something that we don't know from Adam if it's gonna really happen and then I won (laughs) (laughs) and then I said okay now you have to wait until after Miss Universe Oops. And so. How
0: many months was that later?
1: Oh, wow. Well, from May to December.
0: Oh, that's a long time.
1: Yeah, but it's really a good test because I really think the long distance and becoming in the spotlight really overnight has been a great test for any relationship. And if it lasts, I feel like you kind of know. And so the week of July 4th, however, he was quite needy. And that's (laughs) not normal for him. And he was real irritable. And I was like, what is going on? And so he finally told me, he goes, I wasn't going to say this, but I was going to propose on the 4th of July. All of our family and friends already had tickets to Nebraska. Oh, I was gosh. going to be the catcher with with the mitt when I was supposed to be throwing out as Miss Nebraska first pitch at a um, 4th of July baseball game. And then there would be fireworks after. And so he... He was very sad in that What week. happened? Well, I, I won Miss so, USA, so. and I oh, told him he couldn't do it. it anymore. Oh,
0: I see. This was all set up when you were dismissed to Nebraska. Oh, yeah.
1: mm-hmm, oh. mm-hmm. So from May 21st. That would have been
0: very cool. Well, okay. it was even cooler. So okay.
1: He had to wait until after Miss Universe, and he waited about six hours. <laughs> 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 because we competed in Bangkok, Thailand at 7 a.m. Because the 12-hour time difference, right. it was 12 p.m. here for all of you guys to watch at a decent hour. So <laughs> we competed a ridiculous time in the morning, didn't sleep at all, hair and makeup at like 2 a.m. That was an interesting story. Um, and then later that afternoon, I was having like a celebratory and thank you dinner to all of my supporters. I had about 50 to 60 family and friends that came over to Bangkok, Thailand. Wow,
0: that's a lot. That's a far. I know. Uh, that's. I mean, more than halfway around the world. That's all around the world. It's
1: the other side of the world. And it was on December 17th. So right before all of the December holidays. And I just felt so loved and was so grateful. So I wanted to be able to see them and thank them. Little did I know I was showing up to my proposal slash engagement party. So he proposed on a terrace with this amazing view in Bangkok um, at the Icon which was the most immaculate place artwork throughout. And... Um, right after I said yes, number one, I giggled the whole time. (laughs) <laughs> I was delusional from being so tired I just laughed at him the whole time <laughs> which isn't surprising at all no. I just laughed at him he'd made a scrapbook he read from the bible it was the most beautiful oh, thing he washed incredible. my se- Yeah. It was- wait what did he wash he washed my feet to represent the sacrificial love of Christ I'm sorry <laughs> oh, <laughs> Allie's laughing I'm wow. sorry God because all I'm thinking about is my brother
2: he texting like, why? me watching, why did Connor wash his feet I was like what and he, he was like <laughs> read her how he asked story and I was like Sarah you're gonna have to text
1: my brother <laughs> and explain this and explain this damn yeah. so it I'm was done. really beautiful but the whole time I was just <laughs> giggling at him because I was so exhausted I
0: bet you were and then
1: when I said yes the whole family and friends came out onto the terrace and cheered us on and we had a fun time Wow. I know. And now I have to get married. I'm getting married. Well, not have to. Wait,
0: that, yeah, <laughs> no, that, that's like a real slip of the tongue. Now I have to get well, married. Well, now I have
1: to plan a wedding. Plan a wedding. A wedding. Oh. Plan a wedding.
0: I mean. yeah. She's really
1: good at it. No. Well,
0: you could always elope. You don't
1: <laughs> have to plan a wedding. Okay, I would love a very, very, very small wedding. Yeah. Very small. And always have. But Connor comes from a large Italian family. And so his family would exceed the limit. And then this year as Miss USA, my circle has grown from, it's like those little water beads, like a little tiny pea and you drop it in water and then it like grows to this mass size. That's how I feel about my friends this year, which I'm really grateful for, honestly. But my wedding is out of control. It's a little too large
0: than and planned
1: and I haven't really planned anything. Right, Al?
0: Right. Where do you think you'll have it? We it, know that.
1: Yeah, we do know. I've... I've officially booked a venue. It's in the fall months. And the venue is booked. It'll be in the mountains of Arizona. And you heard it here first, folks. I haven't announced that anywhere else. Oh, mountains of Arizona. Sorry. Okay,
0: breaking news. <laughs> breaking news. Mountains of Arizona yes. in the fall. The so wedding be is on. She's not going to elope.
1: No, it'll be a wedding and it'll be a party. We love to dance. You know, I'll put my twerk out classes to use on the dance floor. Definitely. Okay, and
0: there will be twerking involved. <laughs> there will be twerking involved. Do you think you'll have a like? Will you change from a gown to a special twerking dress? Oh heavens, no! <laughs> I love
1: that so much. <laughs> (laughs) Yes, but people do that. I will. Yeah. (laughs) No, I'm, I'm actually working on picking my wedding gown right now as we speak, which is very exciting. But I think my whole pageant career, I mean, I've worn thousands of dresses for competition, for photo shoots, for everything. And so picking my wedding dress made me kind of nervous because I wanted it to be so special like everyone else. But as Miss USA, I just have that experience already. And so
0: like you've worn some great gowns already. Amazing, yeah. right?
1: And so one thing that I did save though is I've never worn white or ivory at a pageant, which is actually quite rare. A lot of people wear white to compete, but I didn't. I saved that for my wedding. And so I when I walked into the bridal store, I was like, "I don't want blush, I don't want champagne, I want white because I saved this day for white." Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I can tell you I will be in a white wedding
0: dress. <laughs> okay. Yes. And will it be more traditional? Will it be sexy?
1: I don't know. I don't know yet. That's so hard. I think I know um, the forms that are best for my body just because of all of my experience. But I've been open to everything. I've tried on straps, strapless. Um, I've tried on long train, no train. I've tried on, I tried on a massive princess gown that was really sparkly. I tried on some with no sparkles, lots of lace. So I don't know yet. Lots of options.
0: I know, I know. Lots of options. Which is a,
1: a, a good and a bad thing. Yeah.
0: Well, <laughs> I, I would just say um, pick one that's comfortable since you're going to be in it for a <laughs> while. you're going to be twerking. No. And you're going to be twerking. I'm not
1: going to pick my wedding dress based off of that, you guys. <laughs> I am going to pick whatever I feel like I can see myself walking down the island. Again. And that twenty years from now, I'll look back at pictures and I won't be like, oh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. Oh, well, <laughs> I can tell you something: that no matter how gorgeous your gown is and how beautiful you look in it and how perfect it is, your kids are going to look at the pictures and go, Ew. oh, <laughs> did they all do? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I know. My mom's wedding dress had these big sleeves. Yeah, you see, you're doing it to
0: your mom.
1: Well did yours wear?
2: <laughs> Mine had big sleeves too. Were they puffy? <laughs> yeah, and like lacy. Like mm-hmm. it was like there was like some weird beating like off of it too. See, I I listen to We're the satin.
0: two of you. <laughs> my mom like
2: didn't even get her nails done or anything either. Oh, really? Like my she, my grandma was like so <laughs> mad at her. You know my or well, I I don't know if you know my mom, but she knows my mom. My mom is like so sporty. Like she didn't even want to get her hair done. <laughs> Oh yeah. that's
0: kind of that's cool. <laughs> she is like
2: <laughs> so over it. <laughs> she like I think her mom picked her wedding dress for her. She, was she just sounds like, like I me. Just don't even want it. My her mom is very has-
0: Hillary Clinton because Hillary Clinton like at the last minute realized she didn't have a wedding dress. Oh yeah, sort of yeah, ran probably. out.
1: You guys sound like my mom. My mom's not gonna be. A-
2: no, I truly like one day I looked over at Sarah like a few weeks ago, and we were sitting at dinner, and I was like, "Listen, <laughs> we gotta we gotta start hitting up the stores," and she was like
1: oh no. (laughs) And I was like, it's getting close. My mom's so funny because she says, you're not only a pageant girl, but I also worked at a prom and homecoming boutique when I was in high school. That like a hundred jobs. Yeah, I have worked a lot of jobs. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Anywho. So I worked at a prom and pageant boutique for three years when I was in high school. And so I know how long dresses come take to come in. And so the other day, Allie was like, you know, you're like, Six months out from your wedding right You should probably order a dress and I'm like Oh
2: I've been doing a lot of research well, for true watching it's things to the dress And like yeah. someone came in and was like you have Six months and they were like oh my gosh And I was like <"S-> <laughs>
1: Yeah but I just feel like it's gonna Happen my mom said that I'll look pretty even If I'm in a paper I no, said that too. Connor said it too my mom didn't <laughs> My mom too. said I can't wear a paper bags To my
0: wedding no. I said to you, you Well then that sounds like a sign of true love <laughs> That's true right that he he, you can wear a paper bag and he's fine. And
1: I've been joking with him that if he doesn't cry when I walk down the aisle, I will be disappointed and I will turn around and I'll do it again. And <laughs> he said, <laughs> "Redo, and redoing." We're gonna this. have to redo that. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> he told me that if I wear a, par- a bag, he'll cry. <laughs> he'll cry. <laughs> oh, okay. So he's so wear a bag and that makes sure. Then for sure he'll cry. hysterical. Girl, so silly.
2: The, I always joke with Sarah about headlines like, "Oh my God, Miss can USA rocked." A paper bag down the aisle for it her wedding say day. That. It would
1: say, "Miss USA cracks after giving title away and wears paper bag <laughs> at wedding." Miss USA
2: spirals downward, <laughs> wears paper bag at wedding with straw embellishments.
1: <laughs> um, uh,
0: okay, now since Allie, how do you? How did you two first meet? Okay, this is yeah, you who? and Allie. Since oh. you're talking about. That oh, uh, stuff, Like she's already knows your mother. And-
1: oh, yes. OK, oh. so my first week after winning Miss USA, it's it's crazy whirlwind. I know. You win Miss USA one night. The next morning they fly you out to New York City with your manager, the whole PR team. You land and you have media training and you have your stylist appointments for the next media days, whether that's here with Hollywood Life or GMA or Live with Kelly and Ryan, um, Cheddar, lots of interviews, which was really, really fun. And at that point, I was running on adrenaline. But I interviewed with Allie, and she was the first person that I we sat down to do. Was it a podcast interview? Because no. it wasn't filmed.
2: No, we just sat down downstairs in the studio. It wasn't um, filmed. No, we just sat down. I had it recorded. Right, right, phone. right.
1: For a written piece. Mm-hmm. And we did a photo shoot. Yes. And I completely made her deviate from all of her questions that I was well, asking. we took her.
2: off our shoes. We, like, you, like, we're like, can I take off my shoes? I was like, yeah. I'd <laughs> and, been and we, in like, my heels laid down day. on the couch.
1: We just, it was really <laughs> casual, and I felt really at home. And you know when you just click with people? We just clicked. And I ended up asking her about, like, where she works out in the city. And, oh, my gosh, can we go together? And where should we go to do this? And where do you do this? And because I just moved here, and she's my age, and clearly we just – got along and are a lot alike and so we've been but she's in my wedding
0: I am my Aww. mom sat, <laughs> nice. my mom came Bro, to visit. we broke that news here <laughs> I am I'm more <laughs> bridesmaid <quirky
1: news>. <laughs> yes she my mom came to visit the city and had dinner with us and sat across from us at the table my mother right who birthed me we're very close and she sat across this, sat across the table from us and said I can't believe you guys haven't known each other your whole lives Like we just
2: we like sounded alike. Like my dad was like, I cannot be around both of you. You both are so obnoxious. At the same
1: time, (laughs) we have. The same, like, every like, same taste buds. Like, we like the same things. I
2: know it's weird. Like, one time we were looking at a menu for Thai food, and I was like, nah, not this one, not this one. And we kept going through. She's like, wait, what are you looking for? I was like, crab rangoon. And she was like,
1: yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's just one example.
2: I mean, of one how example. Really it's like just we really
0: weird. And our labs are ridiculous. Well, listen, we don't know. Maybe in a previous life you were sisters. Maybe you never know. You never know. I Feels think right. I just say
1: that we're soul sisters. Yeah.
2: Definitely share our
0: souls.
1: Mm-hmm. And we both had really similar horrible experiences with girlfriends in high school, like female friends. Oh, yeah. Like and what
0: happened? So we, we really bonded of, over that. What kind? Of, what What happened?
1: I almost graduated as a junior because high school was so horrible for me. I Did
0: you get bullied?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. My freshman year of high school, a mass text went around. This was before like social media was really a thing. And... At the end, it said, forward this on if you hate Sarah Rose Summers. <gasps> oh, that's and then, terrible. Oh, just wait. My parents' home, I'd, I didn't graduate as a junior because I knew that I wouldn't be able to go to my dream school if I did. Um, so I waited. I went to Texas. I went out of state. I was like, get me out of here, but in the same time zone, <laughs> just from away from these mean people. Um, I knew I, I did miss my family a lot. I was homesick for that. But my parents' house was egged through my freshman year of high school. What happened? Through your freshman year of college. Why did this happen? I'm, they were jealous, a different, like, no one had done, I was Miss Nebraska USA when I was in, Miss Nebraska Teen USA when I was in high school, and that's very different, and a lot of times, especially kids, if they're, they don't know something and something is different, then they're not open-minded to it, Um, and so, I can count on my hands and toes how many times at the end of like a cross country season or um, a show choir season, the other kids, even, even guys would tell me, oh my gosh, I can't believe I believed the things people said about you because it just, none of it was true. And Allie could relate a lot to those experiences.
2: Yeah, no, it just ends up, I feel like when people are like outspoken and know themselves and know who they are, that it's very easy for other people to like, who don't know themselves to just choose out those people and like try to bring them down like it's just that's that's what it is
1: and we both care a lot Allie and I oh, like yeah. we'll go above and beyond for our friendships and I remember I told Allie about a story when in high school I brought about five girls to a Katy Perry concert and we danced on stage with Katy Perry Wow, It's the coolest thing ever that but is. then the next like day they all got together and didn't invite me and I right.
0: was like oh yeah I mean the girls that you brought yeah yeah
1: <laughs> didn't yeah I know invite
0: you to what? Hang Just out like with them. Out. Oh, that's so mean. Right. Yeah. But so that's had, what they you, did. Wow. Yeah.
1: And Allie dealt with that too because we're both too nice. So what What advice
0: would you give for – <laughs> Look a, at us to, now. To, to yeah, other, look at me
1: now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what advice would you give to other um, like young women, like young women who mm-hmm. are still in high school who are experiencing bullying?
1: Almost every single time that I inter- introduce myself to – Someone this year Whether it's a fan Or what And they're in junior high Or high school I say okay So is it horrible Or is it amazing Because (laughs) it's It's one of the two Right Junior high and high school It's either awful Or you're having a great time And
2: if it's amazing You're probably a dick
1: Oh (laughs) oh, Oh, I'm
2: Just kidding (laughs) Kidding. I was on Logan Paul's Two podcast Too long Oh
1: my gosh Oh my gosh But anywho So a lot of them When they say Oh it's awful Then I can talk to them At that point And be able to relate And be like Yo I miss USA now and I live in New York City and I had trouble narrowing down my guest list for my wedding and now I'm blessed with these amazing quality friends mm-hmm. you just have to wait and have to persevere and trust that it's going to get better um and I was I was so I was so great was so great that time and so sometimes I'll talk to um if people are struggling like okay well who is your support system then and if you don't have family like do you have one friend or is there like somewhere you can get plugged into to have a mentor of some kind mm-hmm. and just being able to have that.
2: Yeah. My mom always used to say that, like, you'd rather have four quarters than 100 pennies and things um, like it. Yeah. You know, like, that's definitely a good a good
0: analogy. It's very true. And did you actually, so you actually, though, did switch schools?
1: No. So I, I persevered through high school, and then I graduated as a senior with my class, and I went to college in Texas.
0: So what you did is you made sure to go to college somewhere where there'd be a whole new group of people. Right. And your experience there was much better.
1: Oh, absolutely. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't that like weird pageant girl.
2: I can't believe that it would be like a weird pageant girl. That is just so messed up to me. I'm going to – if I see them,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, success is always the best revenge too. Yes. No, like
1: I've the forgiven them. You- like, I, I hear you. I'm not really focused at all on revenge by any means. I'm just focused on like, oh, yeah. wow, all of that happened. And now I get to use my time as Miss USA
0: to connect with people that are struggling with yeah. that as well.
1: And became petfuls with Allie because we both had similar stories. <laughs> it's true.
0: Well, we I think, though, that that's great advice, too. Because, I mean, we know that bullying is a huge problem Oh yeah, in the country. And it happens to young women. It happens to young men. It happens to to a lot of people and I think that that's really great advice and look at you did persevere and look what you're doing and we wonder
1: why mental health is an issue mm-hmm. right
0: especially oh with gosh. social
1: media too like at least like
2: we weren't I mean I really can't imagine
1: Mm-mm. do you get threats currently or like horrible hate stuff right now
2: now only um. if I say something bad about Cardi B uh. <laughs> Nick knows,
1: because
2: when it happens, oh I tag Nick in all of it, and I say, "Nick,
1: look at this! Nick, look at this! Nick, oh look gosh. at this!" So she's got some supportive friends that are going to be after you. Got it? Yeah. But well, but I mean, even now, you deal with hate, whether it's through DMs or comments, or everybody I has that. Everyone has an opinion. Yes, and they and certainly you can't do. Please everyone. I love that phrase. You could be the juiciest peach in Georgia, and somebody's still not going to like peaches.
0: <laughs> Well, that's very true. <laughs> now, do you know, though, what you're going to do after the day after, well, day after Miss, Miss USA 2019, so on May 3rd. May 3rd. What are you going to wake up and do?
1: You know, I would love to tell you that I would be able to sleep in and just live and tan in Reno, Tahoe and just have a relaxing day. But my flight back to Nebraska is, I think, at like 6 a.m. out of Reno, Tahoe. Whoa. So why I'm are hustling. you doing that? I'm hustling back home, you know. My dad is a huge homebody, and so I wanted to get on my family's flight, and that's when they were booking, so <laughs> I'm going home with the parents. And
0: you're going to go <laughs> so home for how long? Because it sounds like you're planning to move to New York full-time. I am planning
1: to move to New York, which I'm really excited about. Very, very excited. But I do need to go home. I mean, a year ago, you guys, I was living there. Um, after I completed my clinical rotations right before Miss USA. And then I really never went back. So I need to, like, clean my room. I'm getting (laughs) married now. I need to, like, get rid of lots of clothes that I'm never going to wear again. So I need to figure my life out in Nebraska so that I don't just didn't up and leave with all of my stuff like I'm still living there. You're welcome, Mom. And do you have to find a
0: place to live in New York?
1: I'm working on it. That is quite stressful.
0: Yeah, it is. Oh my gosh, do you have advice for me? You had great digs, right? Because you had the Miss USA digs. Oh, apartment? Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. it was really great. So when you win Miss USA, you move here and they put you up across the street from the headquarters. It's so great, so convenient. You're close to Central Park, which is amazing. And you're roommates with the Miss Universe. And so we were definitely, definitely living the life. And it was just such an amazing experience.
0: Well, we wish you all the best. Thank in fi- you. Probably the hardest task: finding a, a new New York apartment, yes. <laughs> a New York City apartment, and planning your wedding. And yeah. we'll look forward to more details on that. Thank but you. in the meantime, have a have a wonderful last uh, few weeks of Miss USA, to, being Miss USA 2018. And we're all going to tune in to Miss USA 2019 on May 2nd on Fox at 8 p.m. And so we'll look forward to seeing you there.
1: Thank you so much. Okay. Cheer on your favorites. Coming.
0: Yes. Yeah. And then... Let us know what you're up to. Come Absolutely, come back and tell us all your new news, please. I would love that. Cool up, lots of projects coming up. I bet. Okay, well, good luck with it all. Thank, Thank you. you again, Sarah Rose Summers. Bye.